Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness racing identity Daniel Hibbert on 1FM Shepherd and Radio. Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sports Show on your Saturday morning. We're in Square Gate as the voice of RSN, Dan Hibbard. Heard him at the Meadows for the Greyhounds during the week. He was at Sandown Thursday evening. I thought he'd be at Shepherd and Dogs, which is on currently this morning as I speak. But no, he's got the day off and he's joined me here live in the studios. How are you, Dan? Morning, Stats. Yes, very well. Uh, yeah, quiet week for me. I've had a couple of busy weeks, but it's uh, a little uh, quieter this week with just... Uh, the Meadows and Sandown this week, but uh, we get back into uh, a busier week next week. Yeah, wow, Meadows tonight as well. What a big meeting there for the dogs. The Australian uh, Cup prelims, we've got the Zoom top, we've got the Rookie Rebel, the Tem Lee, and then you have a look at the Night Pistol tonight at Melton as well of what was a fabulous uh, Hunter Cup last week. And in the racing, the Gallops World, the CFL Stakes kicks off the Festival of Racing at Sandown today. And, of course, up in Sydney as well, we've got the Light Fingers and the Apollo Stakes with Animo running around in the Apollo Stakes. Uh, of course, like I said, heading into the sponsors break, looking to maybe go to Royal Ascot later on this year. Yeah, they've uh, set some pretty lofty st- uh, lofty targets with him. And also up at, uh, we've got Menangle tonight too. We've got the start of the uh, the Miracle Mile Carnival as well. So uh, the first night uh, of, uh, it kicks off. I should say kicks off next week, but we've got the last of the uh, the last of the qualifiers for the uh, chariots of fire, and we've uh, got a Victorian going around there, and we'll certainly mention that a little bit later on as well. But yeah, wall to wall racing across all three codes, and uh, in particular that that meeting at uh, the Meadows tonight, the uh, the Tim Lee's probably one of the best races you'll ever see. Uh, it's going to be a cracker that one for sure. Yeah, I can't wait for it. I'm thinking of heading down, but then I'm thinking it's safe because the racing is just so cracking today, both at Randwick and at Sandown. And yeah, I'm not sure. I'm in two minds you might whether be better what to do. Sitting at home and watching it, it might be a bit easier to to do. But um, yeah, it's it's a it's a massive day uh, across the across the country. And uh, what do you got for us the week that was in local harness yeah, it's racing? Been a, it's been a busy week, and we'll go back to last Saturday night with the, the meeting at uh, at Melton with the Hunter Cup night, and we'll kick, kick off with the Pure Steel, which was the race before uh, the Hunter Cup. David Aiken, Nathan Jack combined with uh, Cranburn, the Shepherd and Cup winner, was able to make it an, another win. I was uh, on. I, I can't believe, actually can't believe how uh, the price that he was. I actually thought he would have been a bit shorter uh, than the 480 that he paid, he was uh, he was really tough. He worked around and took the the death chair and sat parked, and then just got to the front, turning for home. And you, you just always felt that he was always going to win the race. But he was uh, he was uh, getting threatened cl- late on by Crime Rider and can't top this. But he ha- he seemed to have enough in reserve. Uh, he'd done all the work and he deserved the win. So it was a as a an impressive performance there from from Cranburn, who was the emergency for the Hunter Cup, didn't get a run, and then the Hunter Cup um, look. Dave Moran, uh, uh, tip of the hat to him. It was a, one of the best drives you'll ever see on on Olu, on Alua Bay to win the um, the Hunter Cup for Emma Stewart uh, and uh, Lauriston Bloodstock. And uh, I put out a tweet not long after the race. That horse was dead set going to win that race a lap and a half out. It, there's just there was just no way he was going to lose the way the race was run. Um, even if he had to come deep, I think he still would have run. But 
be, being the driver that David is, he's weighed up all the options and turning for home, he stuck back to the inside, got onto the back of uh, the leader, which was uh, Spirit of St. Louis, who'd surprisingly held out copy that, um, and then got back to the sprint lane on Alua Bay, took the front, it was charging down the outside, I cast no shadow, who was massive in defeat. Old Town Road was also super, uh, but on Alua Bay, full credit to the team there, it was a an unbelievable drive from David to win the race there. Uh, obviously, copy that uh, was pulled up with a lap to go. Yeah, um, that was disappointing, just wasn't down. it? Yeah, yeah, just choked down. There was nothing untoward there. He, um, uh, They were pretty pleased with how he'd pulled up after the race. It was just the fact that he pulled uh, too hard. And if uh, for the for the layman po- people out there, that means when they pull hard, that it sometimes cannot cut off their windpipe, but they don't get the air in that they need to, and uh, you've just got to pull them up and uh, get them, let them recover. So essentially, that's what happened there. But all credit to... Uh, Team Stewart and uh, and Dave Moran on the win of Onalua Bay in the Hunter Cup last Saturday night. We headed to Kilmore on Sunday. Uh, there was a couple. Uh, there was a winner there for um, Mark Thompson and Jack Law. Thomas Royal was able to win the three-year-old maiden. Uh, was able to score in a two-minute point eight mile race by Guaranteed, who is uh, doing well at start out of Lombo Socialite and was able to score a big win. Uh, was 20 to 1 pretty much on the fixed odds, but uh, won by about 17 metres. So a bit of a surprise uh, victory, but it got the job done nonetheless there at Kilmore. The next meeting was at Swan Hill on Tuesday night and Springville won for Stephen and Ryan Duffy. It was a short price favourite, led all the way. Had to cop a fair bit of pressure during the middle stages of the race, but was able to hold the, hold the rest of them at pay. Two minutes point five was the mile rate, an eight metre victory for the winner there, Springville, at uh, Swan Hill. Shepparton's meeting on Wednesday night uh, was a good card. Little Miss Lily won the first for Patrick Ryan and Nathan Jack took the drive. Uh, was the favourite, was able to score 156.1. Three-year-old filly by Lenny the Shark out of Mystic Jewel and uh, was a strong winner there, Mystic Jewel. Um, was a uh, winner of three races from uh, from 49 starts, uh, and that is her first winner. Her first winner at stud uh, uh, to to get to the races, and uh, and win. So one for one there for the mayor, but a nice performance by Little Miss Lily on Wednesday night. The second was won by Cheeky Filter for Donna Castles, another favourite. Still led, copped a bit of pressure, but was still too strong in the end. One fifty nine point two. Choggy was the winner of the maiden for Jess Tubbs and Greg Sugars, was an odds-on favourite, led all the way. Uh, oh, sorry, got the sprint lane runner, was able to score a dominant win. Two minutes was the mile rate there. Sweet Creation for Glenn Bull was able to lead all the way in 158.1 and chalk up another victory. Uh, Yowie was the first leg of a double for the O'Donoghue-Bartley combination, was the favourite, three wide in the last little bit, but came over the top to score in two minutes point, uh, two two point five the, the mile right there for the Trotters. Uh, good effort by uh, Yowie. Uh, they made it a double the stable with Galactic Gal winning the following race as a $5 chance. They went 159.3 in that event. The next was won by Texas Red for Brooke McPherson. Greg Sugars took the drive, did a bit of work early, got to the lead and was too strong in a fast 155.3 mile rate. And the last of the night was won by uh, Mr Finnegan for Julie Mifford and Ian McMahon took the drive. An absolute bolter. Lit all the way, 80 to 1 on the fixed odds, 159.6 to win the last race there at Shepparton. We headed to Bendigo on Thursday and uh, we saw the start of the uh, the Lynn McPherson Breed for Speed series. Uh, we've got the three uh, levels there, the gold, silver and the bronze. The gold first gold heat was won super impressively by uh, 
Aldebaran Crescent for David Aiken and James Herbertson took the drive. 155.7 was only a small field. Led, went hard, worked really hard actually to get to the front. And uh, once it got there, it was able to dictate. Kiang Lavana had every opportunity to, to knock it off but couldn't do it. And uh, Aldebaran Crescent led all the way. So uh, a top effort. That was her first win since actually winning the Gold Series uh, at, this, at this time last year. So it was a, uh, a really strong effort there at uh, Bendigo. And she'll go through to the final and have to be really hard to beat there. We then had Albury Cup night last uh, night at, uh, on Friday night. Um, bit of a disappointing situation there for Albury. And I really feel for them in the sense that the Albury, uh, the Albury Cup race itself never actually got run um, and I found it really disappointing that uh, the rules and regulations of that particular race and it was decent prize money and um, uh, you know it was the, for the for the higher end ranking horses but the nature of the conditions made it so that uh, only uh, horses that had been racing in New South Wales across the last little while were eligible and as a result, no Victorian horses that had raced at Melton or anywhere like that over the last uh, few weeks could not race at Albury, as they have traditionally uh, over the last few years, and in particularly made a, 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 an eye lo- uh, kept an eye out for the Albury Cup because it's always had good stake money on it. But because of the rules, they uh, only had, I think, two entries in that race, and they had to delete it. So they never actually ran the, ran the Albury Cup last night, which was certainly disappointing from the club's perspective, but they did have a good car, did have a good meeting nonetheless. And Lee Sutton had a a great night out at uh, at the track. He drove Sonic Express to win for Peter Romero, getting up in the Carnival Cups final, a narrow victory, but it was able to lead and hang on to win. He then drove Willie Pike in the up to fifty five final, when able to score, beating uh, Call Me Dragon and Fire and Sword, but it was a, a super effort in two one the mile right there. He then scored on um, OK to Love, uh, who was a uh, an upset winner there, but was able to win, and then scored in the uh, and that was it. Sorry, he had a, had a treble there at um, um, at Albury last night, but it was a, a super effort uh, and, a, and a fantastic uh, fantastic night for uh, for him. He uh, drove uh, drove those horses extremely well uh, and got the job done with uh, three winners on the board. That uh, was a yeah a bit disappointing with that Albury Cup, I have to say, and hopefully they change the uh, change the rules with that and um, allow the uh, the Victorian horses to p- compete. It's not as if Albury's uh, in the centre of New South Wales and, and you know, you're drawing on a different pool of horses. Albury really does rely on the Victorian uh, aspect of uh, of um, horses going up there to in those better races, and for them not to be eligible was certainly disappointing, but. Hopefully they can fix that up for, for next year. But uh, that was the week. There was plenty of uh, local winners, uh, plenty of uh, plenty of value too. If you were able to find any of those um, uh, those winners across the week, no worries. Dan might take a break, come out the other side, and we'll get stuck into this big meeting at Melton, the night pistol this evening. Yeah, we'll have a look at Melton. I've uh, made a bit of an executive decision with the multi. We're going to have a look at the, the multi. will go to Menangle tonight because there's right. some good races up there at uh, at Menangle to keep an eye on, uh, but we'll have the quaddy at uh, at Melton, but uh, it is a good card at Melton, but it's uh, there's just a little bit of, a bit more flavour up at Menangle tonight with their uh, big races kicking off. No worries, we'll be back really, really soon. Tying the knot you must consider the Shepherd and Golf Club for your most special day. 
The Shepherd and Golf Club offers a unique first-class experience that will help create lifelong lasting memories for you and your guests in a relaxing setting that boasts picturesque views and natural beauty. Our experienced team of professionals will take you through the process of designing your food and beverage selections, providing you a stress-free experience so that you can concentrate on the love and joy that brings you together. Visit shepherdandgolf.net.au or call us on 58212717. 1FM sponsor. SDP Tax has been your trusted local accounting firm and has been proudly helping people just like you across the Goulburn Valley and beyond for over two decades. Are you happy with your accountant? Are you certain that you are receiving maximum tax deductions? Call SDP Tax on 1300 436 829 and start a conversation today. SDP offer a maximum deduction guarantee. That's right, SDP guarantee that they'll find you the greatest deductions possible with no upfront fee charged. What are you waiting for? Call today. There is no business too small. Call 1300 436 829 or visit www.sdptax.com. 1FM sponsor. Shepherd and Scooters and Mobility Service, the entire Goulburn Valley. Come and visit our showroom at 6 Panella Road, Shepparton and view our range of products that covers all areas of assistive technology, providing you and your loved ones with a one-stop shop for all your needs from daily living, powered mobility devices or home modifications. We stock a large range of mobility scooters, walker aids, lift beds, chairs, mattresses, personal aid equipment, skin care and incontinence products. Call us to inquire on 5831 7317 or visit our website shepartonscootersandmobility.com.au 1FM sponsor. You're tuned to Super Saturday Sport on 1FM, your one-stop for all your sports news. Certainly are tuned in to Super Saturday Sport Show, thanking Sarah Varco, who was an ex-presenter here at 1FM 98.5 Live and Local, bringing us back to Square Gators with the voice of RSN, Dan Hibbard. And I'll let you be the conductor here, Dan, because we're going to do the multi and quaddy at two different venues this evening. We certainly are. Just before we do that, I just I did miss uh, one uh, winner, and uh, it was remiss of me to not mention Amber Alert won at Albury last night as well for the Newbury's. Uh, was an odds-on favourite and got the job done in a 2.1.2-mile rate uh, leading all the way there too. So well done to the Newbury's last night at Albury. Yeah, so we've got a little bit different. Uh, we'll go through the um, the multi first, which I've, I've moved up to Menangle um, tonight. The uh, the first league's race four, and this is the um, pale face Adios stake. So this is the last uh, last qualifier to get into the um, chariots of fire for the four year olds next week. Um, the first league's catch a wave, and it's the the obvious selection. But I think he's um, I think he's a crazy price. He's a dollar ninety, and I would have thought he'd be a fair bit shorter. Um, the draw does make it a little bit diff- difficult because he's out he's out wide. He comes into to barrier nine with the scratchings, but I just think he's the he's the he's the uh, um, he's the benchmark in this race. I he's going to have to do a bit of work. He probably he may go back at the start and come with run, one run, but I think he's good enough to do that and and make sure he gets into the um, the chariots of fire next week. He's a he's a really nice horse, and I mean you take Captain Ravishing out of the the picture, and he's probably one of the top uh, four year olds going around. So. Um, I've put him as the first league of the multi, so race four, number 11, catch a wave. The second league is race six. This is the uh, Sibelius Stakes, the group three for the Phillies. Uh, and I've gone with number two, the favourite here, number two, Brave View Kelly for Jack Trainer and Cameron Hart. Um, was Has won 14 of 45, but returned to the track with a, uh, a super win last time out in 150. 
um, uh, 150 mile and a 26.6 the last quarter. Should be leading uh, and I think is the benchmark in this race. Stylish Memphis is obviously going to be very hard to beat, but I think with the barrier draw, Bravey Kelly's the uh, the obvious there. So a pretty short multi tonight, but I think they're the two good races up there at Menangle. So race four, number 11, catch a wave into race six, number two, Bravey Kelly will get you around $3.60 and you might be able to power up or uh, get a boost or anything like that to sort of get a little bit more uh, bit of, bit more cream there with yeah, that Yeah, $3.91 one. powered yep, up. Yep, there you go. So not a bad uh, little wager there for those those two tonight. The um, the quaddy we go back to Melton. The first four races are pretty tricky, which was part of the reason I sort of went away from uh, the multi there at uh, Melton tonight. Um, the first leg of the multi is race five. Uh, sorry, the first leg of the quaddy I should say is, is race five at uh, quarter past eight. Just put the two chances in here: three Supreme Dominator and eight Max Delight. Supreme Dominator is first up from a spell. Uh, he hasn't raced since October. Um, but he should be uh, he should be fit and firing and ready to go in this race. He obviously had a really good uh, good period going back a little while now, but he's raced in the t- all the top races, and I think he's going to be awfully hard to beat from barrier number three. So uh, had to put him in. And Max Delight, who probably is flying under the radar a little bit of, of late. He was fourth in the uh, third in the Bendigo Cup, then he ran fourth in the Shepparton Cup, and then te- he had no luck in the Ballarat Cup but then came out and ran fourth in the um, Pure Steel last week. So he's not far away. This is certainly a far easier race for him. So we're going to put uh, three and eight only in that first leg of the quaddy tonight. Race six is the second leg. Um, and I've gone with two Jillaby Dynamite, seven Captain Belisario, eight Better Call Me and ten Curly James. They're the obvious four in this race. They're the only ones under double figures on the fixed odds. Um, trying to pinpoint one that I would put on top is a pretty difficult because they've all got uh, or got similar uh, similar ability and similar form. I really like Curly James's effort in the Cobram Cup when first up and he hasn't been far away in his last couple of runs either. He was uh, sixth in a heat of the breakthrough at, uh, at Ballarat, didn't have much luck there and then was second uh, in the final of that series behind Better Zippet who was uh, far too strong in 153.3. So he's um, probably the, the top pick. Um, he has got Barry Attender overcome, but uh, I thought the other three in that race were certainly the uh, obvious and uh, can certainly win with the right sort of luck. Third leg, race seven, gone deep here. This is the Night Pistol. I found it a really tricky race. A lot of these have been racing against each other over the last few weeks, particularly through the Great Southern Star uh, and I thought it made it uh, a little bit uh, a little bit challenging. I've gone one, three, four, five, six, and seven. So I've taken uh, six of the eight here. The only ones I haven't taken are Sleepy and one overall, probably to my own uh, downfall, you would uh, expect, because uh, they'll likely get up and score. Sundon's Courage has been racing well. His figure form probably doesn't show it, but he's racing very consistently. Olivici gets a decent draw for a change. Plymouth Chubb won a heat of the um, the Great Southern Star and wasn't all that far away in the final. He's certainly ridiculous odds. He's about $12 on the fixed odds, which I think is crazy. Aldebaran Zeus is very, very strong. Majestic Man is better than its form reads. And Mufasa Metro almost caused the boil over in the final of the Great Southern Star at 150-1. to 1. 
uh, when able to run second last week. So there's not a great deal between all of those, and it will certainly come down to luck in running, but I couldn't really narrow it down any more than that. The last look of the quaddy, though, I have been able to narrow it down. There's, I think there's only two chances for mine, and that's one uh, Outlaw Man and eight Morris Bonus. I get the feeling Outlaw Man will lead, uh, and Morris Bonus will be right on its back. Uh, and that's the place you want to be. I think Outlaw Man's probably certainly the one to beat. It's been in ripping form. Uh, it's won its last five. Uh, was able to score a big win last time out at uh, Melton in 158.1 after winning at Shep in uh, 153.1. So no reason to tip against it. I think he should be able to lead, and that gives a good run to Maurice Bonus, who is he himself is racing really well after a good second hit of the raconteur last week. So those uh, only those two in the last league. So the quaddy, 3 and 8 the first league, 2, 7, 8, 10 the second league, 1, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 in the third league and 1 and 8 in the last league of the quaddy. But uh, that will cost you, just doing the maths here in my head, uh, 24, 40, about $96 for 100%, but obviously you can take it for a percentage and just sit at home and watch that while you're watching all the other races there tonight because uh, it's going to be a, a massive night of racing, particularly uh, at the Meadows as well in the Greyhound world. Dan, you're going to hate me. Could you just go, hang on, I'll try it again now. So that, that worked that better. I I lost the uh, quaddy in the system. $5 will get you 5%, there you Dan. Go. Bang on. Yep, exactly. That's the way to go. So, uh, yeah, should be. Uh, we'll see if we can get a, a nice return there on the quaddy tonight. Well, where do you want to start for the rest of the racing? How about we go to the Greyhounds? We'll go to the Meadows tonight first because you've seen a lot of it these days. Of course, you were at the Meadows Wednesday yourself and the regular caller now at Sandown on a Thursday evening for RSN. Some really big racing tonight, like we've got the uh, Zoom top for the Stayers, the Rookie Rebel, the Tam Lee and the Australian Cup prelims as well. Super night. Um, we'll have a look at the the three group ones. The Zoom top's the first of those. It's race six. Um, and again, this is a race where a lot, it's an invitation race, so they haven't had to qualify. They've just been hand-picked. Um, and it's it's a ripping race. I, Mapunga Ruby's the one that stands out to me um, as she's just come back into in some super form. And I think when she finds it, I think she it's really hard to, to knock her. Um, she was awesome up at uh, Albion Park in Queensland last time out. And I think uh, Box 7 is probably going to suit her. So I think she's the one. But I love Moraine Susie, and I do like... That's Corbyn. who I'm on, Dan. I do like Corborn Magic as well, but I just think Mpunga Ruby has just found a, a bit of uh, a bit of X factor about her at the moment. So I'd be tipping uh, Mpunga Ruby at around the 460 mark for the, um, for the Zoom top. The next of the features is the Rookie Rebel. This is the one over the 600 metres. A- an interesting field. Uh, it's only a short run to that first corner. Uh, and which does make it interesting. I'm going to say that uh, I'm going to pick seven here, Dookie Devil, for Glenn Dayton. Same. Trained uh, out at Cosgrove, so a local bit of local flavour. Uh, he was super winning the Group 3 at, um, at Sandown on Melbourne Cup night back in November. He loves this distance. He loves this 600 metre. He loves the, 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 the run into the first corner. Uh, he's got really good box speed, and if he jumps, he's going to be awfully hard to beat if he's able to get across. He's had five starts at this trip for three wins in a second, so gives you an idea of how he's uh, how he tracks over this trip. But a, a really strong contest. It wouldn't surprise me at all um, that uh, a horse, uh, sorry, a dog like El Dorado, who's only had the one run over the 600, would uh, pop up as well. So, uh, but I will be tipping uh, Dookie Devil there. And the feature. This is a, an incredible race. It's race ten at to nine forty three. The Tem Lee. Uh, over the 5.25. Wow, she's fast in two. Amron Boy, three. She's a pearl, four. Uh, 
I mean, you couldn't you couldn't have wished for a better uh, a better field. Um, and then you've got the likes of McInerney, Fernando, Mick, and Baby JC. Um, in terms of a, a selection, my heart always says, "Well, she's fast," because I think she's just one of the, the greatest I've ever seen. I just don't know where she's going to end up uh, from this box because there's a hell of a lot of speed around her. Uh, she will need to jump. If she jumps and as as you know ends up a length behind them, I think I don't think they'll beat her. Uh, she's a pearl's been jumping supremely well at the moment. Uh, she did lead the Phoenix. If she's able to lead into that first corner and there's any interference, uh, she's obviously going to be uh, awfully hard to beat. The two that I do want to mention at huge odds, Fernando Mick loves to course wide, so he's going to he's drawn perfectly in box seven. He's about eighteen dollars in the fixed odds. He should have won the Melbourne Cup. I've got no doubt about that. Uh, and he's been racing in all the big races, so he is a definite chance out there. He's got super box speed. Uh, and if he can jump and uh, land into that first corner, stay deep, he might be able to zip around them and find find the lead. And the other one's Baby JC, who's pro- I don't think can win, um, but just keep an eye on her because she was incredible at Ballarat last week. When Does dead, have early speed when she dead heated in the um, in a race at uh, at Ballarat. She had no right to even dead heat. She shouldn't have even uh, got that close. An enormous race, a huge crowd will be out there i can't wait for it tonight i'm gonna to, i'll say um as a forced to have a selection i'm gonna go with box seven again i'm gonna have i'd say fernando mick each way at 18 dollars is a ridiculous price yeah well she's fast for me dan i'm just i, I can't resist the 380 for a dog like well she's fast even though and i don't two. and i don't blame it but it's that sort of race but it is i'm, I'm so looking forward to it tonight festival of racing starts today for the autumn carnival and we're at the CF4 at Sandown. Uh, I like race seven, number one, I'm Thunderstruck. What about you, Dan? Great race. There's a few that are obviously... Well, there's quite a few of them that are, in fact, are coming back from a, from a spell. Um, I'm probably going to pick Jackano. Um, I thought it was uh, an incredible win to, to score last time. He probably never looked like he was going to actually get up and win that race. Uh, at Sandown, the only he's got a decent draw. Uh, I think he's um, he's got a lot of upside. Uh, I think you're right with uh, I'm Thunderstruck. I like Tuvalu as well to get the right sort of run. You can't forget about a, a horse like Mr. Brightside. But I think Jack and O with Damian Lane uh, is the one that I'll be tipping there. I've done a ten dollar play in the race. Race seven, number one on Thunderstruck, five to win, and two dollars fifty to win both on Gentleman Roy and uh, a course. Where are we? Gentleman Roy and Mr. Brightside. Yep. So I like the numbers. Race 7, 1, 2, and... 7. 7. Yep. Yep. So that's what I'm on primarily there. Up in Sydney today, mate, we've got... Oh, gee, there's some short price favourites up there at Randwick, isn't there? Mm. And, of course, uh, Race 8, the Apollo stakes the return of Animo. He... Um He's going to be just so hard to beat. He, I mean, he, he really does dominate the Sydney side of things as well. I mean... Uh, he was fourth. Uh, his last run was fourth um, at uh, at Flemington. Um, that was back in the carnival um, after he'd won the uh, won the Cox Plate. He comes back to fourteen hundred. First up, he generally races well. I I will say I've never I haven't been a hundred percent dedicated fan of him, but I think he's just started to show that he is uh, what the the hype has always been there about him. So no reason to tip against him today. I think he wins it. Have a look at Stockman at around $81 as well, just for the place. First up, he's, uh, yeah, 
12 bucks the place fixed, you can't probably, probably just a couple of dollars there won't hurt. Thanks, Dan. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.